Welcome back to Dafa Shavua. This week we're going to be continuing our Mesechta as we begin the great sixth parak of Mesechas Ksubos, the parak that is referred to as the Metzios Haisha. And Tosas over here describes, really tells us about the order in which the Prakim in our Mesechta come and uh, based on many of the uh, Girsos. So this sixth parak should appear here after the fifth parak of Afalpi that we just concluded last week. And our Mishnah begins to discuss what a husband is entitled to from uh, from his wife. So obviously when a husband and wife come into a marriage, there is all sorts of uh, complicated negotiations in terms of what each of them bring into the marriage. And uh, obviously when the husband begins this, uh, this marriage and welcomes in this woman to his life, so uh, she enters into his home, she enters into his life, and she brings uh, all sorts of uh, goods and services into the world of, uh, into his world. So our Mishnah begins with the discussion of the Metzios Haisha Umaisiyadeha. So the Mishnah tells us about the items in which her, uh, this, uh, this man's husband goes ahead and this man's, uh, and she finds an ownerless object. Uh, that she uh, that she comes across. Who does this item belong to when this uh, when this uh, woman brings it into her marriage? And the Mishnah tells us that the object and her earnings from Maisa belong to her husband. So the Maisa is the second discussion that we have in our mission over here. And when we describe what these Maisa are, so our Gemara is going to go on and our Gemara is going to detail what these Maisa refer to the earnings that she has as a result of the work that she goes ahead and as a result of the work that she does. What's the nafkamina? We'll see momentarily. But the maisiyada that are referred to over here that belong, says the Mishnah, to Lebailo, that belong to her husband, are uh, are uh, are uh, what we're going to be discussing in our uh, in our Gemara. And uh, even though, which we'll see in a second, which is the first question of the Gemara, even though earlier on the uh, the laws of what her Maisa bring to a marriage are going to be, uh, were discussed in the Gemaras and Nunches and Nuntes and Samch Talid. So even though we have those particular Gemaras, we have another conversation over here as to who gets the Metzio Saisha and who gets the Maisa And then we have what's referred to as the Yerusha. What happens in the case of property that she inherited, who uh, who is going to be um, Zocha in that property. There's a fascinating discussion over here that Rochana Wasserman and the great Kovitz Shirim, the great Rosh Yeshiva of the Baranovich Yeshiva, one of the great uh, Lamdanim of the previous generation, Hashem Im Komdamo, who was killed by the Nazis, regarding these items that the wife gets and whether they go straight to her husband uh, once she earns them or do they stop by her and then go to her husband. So the question then becomes, what's the nafkamino? When we have this piece of lambdas as to where these items go and what the uh, who the owner of these items are, so who cares? At the end of the day, they go to her husband, you would think. But says Wasserman, no, we have to discuss whether or not they stop in her pocket before they go into his pocket, Kiviachol, or do they go directly to his pocket? So the great Chashuk Yechemed, which will uh, describe two of his uh, Shalos and Shuvos, uh, over here, so Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein presents the following case, which is a nafkamina, and Rav Zilberstein presents the fact that we have an ishin esuis hamistakaris pschar chedushe b'mifal. So we have a woman who works in a factory; she has a monthly wage uh, that she receives in a factory, and liyamim nikla mifal mitzuka kalkalit vechlita ovedet mitam hakaris atov esiul mifal bo kihu ovedes shanim rabos levater al miskeros lechodesh echad. 
she sees this woman sees that there's uh, that the factory has come under tough times, and she goes to the factory owner and she says to the factory owner, you know, uh, I've been here a long time. You've done so much good for me. Uh, you know, I'll uh, forego on one month's. Uh, wages on one month's wages says the husband says you don't have any right to tell the factory owner that you don't want to get paid it's my money to, it's my money or is it my money as well so asks the uh, over here that this woman who works in this factory who uh, foregoes her wages for one month is she acting properly or is she not and that's what our uh, that's what our gemara discusses over here so if the money stops in her pocket first, so she has all the right to go ahead and to, to decide what happens with the money. But if the money goes directly to the husband, if her maizayada go directly to her husband, she doesn't have the right to go ahead and she doesn't have the right to uh, to do so. And uh, Rizoberstein develops this idea as to uh, this concept of Rochan Wasserman, does the money of her maizayada stop by her and then go to the husband? Or does it go to the husband directly? And then our Mishnah goes on to discuss who is deserving uh, of other properties that belong to women, uh, that belong to a woman who comes into a particular marriage. This includes the money that's owed to a married woman after she's injured, the payments that she deserves based on the Gemara and Bavakama and Dafayim Beis, should something uh, should something happen to her. And our Mishnah describes the Boshes and the Pagam, all of the uh, all of the uh, payments that one receives after one is a hit, after one becomes a victim of uh, of all sorts of uh, of all sorts of uh, uh, financial payments that they are going to receive. The Gemara Bavakama and Dafayim Gimel describes that uh, she is paid. This woman is paid. Sheves Ripoy Boshes Tsar. All of the uh, all of the um, all of the payments that she uh, that she receives, and when that happens, should she get a uh, should she get injured? So who does that money? Where does that money go to? What is the uh, the first destination of that money, and what is the final destination uh, of that money? The Gemara then wonders why the Mishnah needs to tell us that the woman's. Uh, Mitzio, the the woman's mitzios and the woman's maiseyadah belong to her, being that we already learnt all of this on the Gemara and Daf Mem Vavam and Beis on the previous Gemara, and the Gemara answers that these halachos for the Mishnah uh, that tell us what she's entitled to when she's injured, Boshes and Pagam, so those are halachos that we didn't learn on Mem Vav, that on the previous Gemara we learnt about all of the maiseyadah and the mitzios, but we didn't learn about what happens in the situation of Boshas and Pagam. And Boshas and Pagam are going to be the Chidushim of our Mishnah, the Seifa of uh, the Seifa of our Mishnah. So the Gemara has a fascinating discussion over here where the Gemara asks about uh, what we're going to refer to and uh, in, in, in our parak over here of Ha'adafa. What's this concept of Ha'adafa? So uh, ordinarily a woman is going to uh, go ahead and, and, and is going to work for the, uh, for the uh, you know, whatever she's going to go ahead and for whatever she's going to earn. But the Gemara presents a concept of what's called ha'adafa, the odef, the surplus earnings of a, uh, of a woman and who those, uh, who those monies are going to go to. So there's a machlokis over here and ultimately we pass in like Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva tells us that she goes ahead and she's able to keep uh, those surplus earnings. She keeps the ha'adafa. The Gemara presents a concept uh, referred to Hadafa al Let's say she goes out 
and uh, she goes and uh, and pushes herself. She goes out and she uh, she tries to make uh, a little bit of extra money. And the machlokes between Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbanan that we have on Samach Vav Aleph is about this concept of Hadafa Al Yidei Hadechak, and it's a machlokes between the Rabbanan and uh, and uh, and Rabbi Akiva. It happens to be that Rabbi Akiva, uh, the Rabbanan rather, would agree with the Tanakama, who uh, are are going to be of the opinion that uh, that the that the Hadafa is going to belong to uh, to her husband. And what the parameters of Hadafa are, what the uh, the practical application of these extra monies uh, are uh, is uh, is discussed in uh, is discussed in our Gemara. The Gemara then presents us with a question about a woman who is uh, she's an efficient multitasker. She does all sorts of numerous tasks at the same time. Rashi points out the fact that this is a woman. Says Rashi, who can guard a uh, field, she can spin flax, she can teach people how to sing, she can warm eggs up all at the same time, and she's paid for uh, for all of these different tasks. And the Gemara wonders, what is the rule going to be in such a situation that if performing two different things, if multitasking uh, is not viewed as al yadeyadchak? So what happens about? Let's say she does three things at the same time. Let's say she does four things at the same time. So this uh, ultimately becomes. Uh, a teku, the Gemara says, we're not really sure. We don't know uh, what the uh, what the um, you know who the monies uh, are going to go to uh, in this situation of haadafa al yidei hadachak. So on this Gemara, Rav Zilberstein has another shaila that he asks on daf samachvavam and aleph, and uh, the shaila over here again, as the Gemara presents us with a woman who's able to do all sorts of things uh, and uh, multitask, and Bar uh, Hashem, women uh, are able have this extra ability to go ahead and to be involved in two and three and four and five things at the same time. And certainly it's uh, something that really stands out uh, about the nature of uh, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a, uh, created a woman. And Rav Zilberstein asks the question of person who goes ahead and hires a babysitter and has the expectation that the babysitter goes ahead and that she cleans and that she cooks. So in addition to uh, simply babysitting, in addition to simply watching the kids, so could we assume that she should be able to do ahead, to do numerous things at once, and uh, Rav Zilberstein asks this question uh, with regards uh, with uh, with regards to uh, with regards to uh, this particular babysitter. So who is uh, is uh, is the uh, the hirer of the babysitter? Are those expectations realistic, or are they not realistic? Is she going to be able to go ahead, and uh, or should she go ahead, and should she have to go ahead and do uh, two different tasks at once? Asta lo which is the uh, the Gemara that uh, the Shaila that comes up based on the Gemara and Daf Samach Vav Amud Aleph. So as we uh, move forward and as we dig into uh, the next clause in our Mishnah, the Mishnah goes ahead and. Describes the fact that the restitution for her boshes and her pagam uh, is going to refer to her. But Rabbi Huda ben Becerra comes along and tells us that if the injury is something that's called an injury that's besaser, it's an injury that's concealed, it's a hidden injury. So two parts of the payment are hers. She gets two thirds of the payment and one third of the payment is going to belong uh, to him. And if the injury is an injury begaloy, it's an injury that's revealed. So, says Rabbi Huda ben Becerra, two thirds are going to become, uh, belong to him, and one is going to belong to, uh, one is going to, uh, to belong to her. So, uh, the Gemara goes ahead and the Gemara analyzes this comment of Rabbi Huda ben Becerra. 
and really what the entirety of the payment of Boshes uh, is. This concept of going ahead and this concept of how do we pay for the embarrassment of somebody. Let's say my wife were to be embarrassed, what would be the uh, restitution that I'm deserving of as the result of the embarrassment of uh, of my wife? And the, the Gemara goes on to discuss the uh, a case of Rakak Bibigdo Shel Chavero. Let's say somebody goes ahead and spits on their friend's uh, piece of clothing. So uh, is that considered to be boshes? Uh, is that considered to be something that's real, full-fledged embarrassment? Usually we assume that something that's embarrassing is something that happens to your body itself and uh, not necessarily if you have a uh, spit uh, sitting on your uh, on your uh, on your clothing. So the Gemara then goes on, and the Gemara says that when it comes to a person's wife, kivodo so bevigdo leisla zilusa ishto islo zilusa. If a person is walking uh, on the street and a person gets their clothing spit on, so that's embarrassing, but that's like. Uh, it's a person's clothing. It's your piece of clothing. But if Chas Shalom, somebody's wife gets spits on, spit on, so says the Gemara, that's for sure considered to be, uh, considered to be Bosha. So if, uh, again, a, uh, uh, quite a, uh, uh, an eclectic case that our Mishnah presents, but if a person's wife, uh, were to be spat on in the, uh, in the street, so who would receive the, uh, the monies of, who would receive the monies of, Boshes. So the Gemara deals with that uh, over here. And uh, the Gemara says that we have a concept of what's referred to as Ishto Kigufo, that the Shita Mikubetas, one of the great Rishonim on our Gemara, presents that uh, an attack on a person's wife is uh, is evidently an attack on him. That when we uh, when uh, we go ahead and when we have to uh, when we have to uh, watch our wife in, um, in 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 a state of embarrassment, so it's an attack on myself. It's an attack on me, and therefore it's tantamount to a uh, an attack on the husband, and um, he is going to be. Uh, entitled to the payment of Boshes for the pain that he's going to suffer on the account of the attack to uh, the attack on her. And the Gemara goes on and Shulchan Aruch in Simen Tuf Chaf in Choshin Mishpat Simen Laman Ches codifies this halacha uh, and uh, discusses how a court is going to punish the uh, the perpetrator in this particular case. And uh, that is the uh, the end of the Mishnah, bringing us down to the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Samach Vav Amr Aleph. And on Daf Samach Vav Amr Aleph, we have uh, the uh, the following situation, and the Gemara uh, the Gemara is going to go on. And the Gemara is going to describe the concept of the of an adunya. An adunya is a dowry. So we have a case over here that a posik most the chosno umes chosno. So we have a case of a father in law who pledged a particular dowry, a particular amount of money to his uh, to his son in law, to his future son in law, and his son in law subsequently died, and his son in law goes ahead, and uh, the, uh, the 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 brother of the son-in-law falls in Yibum to his daughter. And the question then becomes, is the father going to uh, have to give this nedunya, this dowry to this uh, to this uh, particular man, to this substitute husband that we have over here? So the Chachamim ruled that the father-in-law is actually not uh, committed to give the nedunya to the Yavam because he uh, he can go ahead and he can tie it. He can claim that, no, I wanted to give the nedunya to your brother. I'm not willing to give you the nedunya. And uh, that is our mission on Daf Samuvavim. And I'll probably uh, present us with a uh, quite a uh, an interesting uh, family dynamic should that marriage uh, should that marriage continue. So the Mishnayas then go on and we have a few Mishnayas uh, on our Daf um, Beginning with the Mishnah on the bottom of Samach Vav Amid Aleph into the uh, Mishnah on Daf Samach Vav Amid Beis, where we have the, 
the situation of Pascha Lahachnis Lo Ksafim. So the bride pledges to bring all sorts of money into a marriage as a dowry and Salanasa Shisha Dinarin. So her money that she uh that she uh, is going to bring into the marriage uh elevates in value so the question is who gets that uh, who gets that money in such a uh, in such a situation and that is the mishnah that uh is at the top of samach vav amad Bez. our gemara then uh, begins to tell us a story about the great Nakdimun Ben Gurion. The great Nakdimun Ben Gurion was uh, one of the wealthiest people in Yerushalayim at the end of the uh, the uh, second Beis Hamikdash era. And the Gemara in Gittin, the Afnun Vavam and Aleph, describes that when there was a siege in Yerushalayim, he uh, and uh, a few of the other Chevra uh, in Yerushalayim were going to supply all of the people of Yerushalayim with what they needed, uh, and uh, they went ahead and they did so for 21 years. The Gemara tells us about uh, about Nakdimon Ben Gorion, and uh, the Gemara tells us a story about the uh, the daughter of Nakdimon Ben Gorion and how much. Uh, she was going to be, uh, she was going to be Zoha in the situation in which her husband died and she comes before the Beisdin asking to determine what level, uh, and how much she is going to be entitled from his amount of money, uh, for, uh, for her. This gets into the discussion of what uh, how much a husband is obligated in uh, her clothing and her cosmetics and the things that she needs, etc., etc., etc. And uh, this great story of Nakdimon Ben Gurion takes us through the uh, the end of Daf Samach Vav. Samach Vav Amad Beis, where we have a Maisa Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakai. We have a story about Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakai that was uh, going and, um, and 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 leaving the city of Yerushalayim and uh, the. Um, the way in which Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai acted to a uh, to um, uh, with a particular woman, he saw Ra Riva Achas. He saw a certain woman Shaisa Malakit Orim, and she was gathering all sorts of barley Mibain Glali Behem Shel Aravim from uh, the uh, the excrement of uh, of uh, of animals. And uh, again, the Gemara describes what um, you know uh, the level of um, Melech Mamon. Melech Mamun Cheser. So the uh, the Gemara basically goes on goes on, and the Gemara describes this uh, this particular woman and 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 the way that Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai interacted with her, the students that were behind Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai, and how they um, answered to their to their Rebbe. And as our Gemara goes on, our Gemara continues to discuss this uh, discussion of the Nedunya that we have over here. So as we make our way through the sixth parak. We have all sorts of discussions about what a woman brings into her marriage, the Metsios, the Maiseyadeha, the Yerusha, the Boshes, the Pagam, who deserves these particular items. We have a few very beautiful Mishnayos that describe the uh, monies involved in a marriage and the way in which uh, these monies are going to be uh, divvied out with the Beisdin's suggestion as we make our way through. That is Mesefes Ksubos Daf Samachvav.